everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of the Hydrogen Nowcast, recorded on September 27, 2020. This is a podcast devoted to encouraging the deployment of fuel cell EVs, hydrogen fueling, and hydrogen infrastructure throughout the world. The Hydrogen Nowcast is a production of the Colorado Hydrogen Network in Denver, Colorado. In each podcast, we'll interview the people, organizations, companies, and municipalities that are working to produce or deploy hydrogen technology. We'll discuss their plans and strategies, successes and lessons learned. Our intent is to encourage and motivate others to take charge, to help deploy hydrogen as a means to decarbonize transportation, and accelerate the movement to stop climate change. I'm your host, Brian DeBruin, the Director of Operations for the Colorado Hydrogen Network, and I'm joined today by our co-host, CHN's Communications Director, Charlotte Hamilton. Charlotte, welcome. Hi, Brian. It's good to see you, and I'm excited to be back on the podcast. Well, it's great to have you back on the show. And, you know, as we record today, we're on the eve of National Hydrogen Day 2020, and so it's appropriate that we have some really exciting hydrogen news for this podcast, don't we? That's right. We're announcing that Colorado is getting its first public hydrogen fuel station. You know, and this happened just nine months after the Colorado Hydrogen Network was founded. Now, we want to give a special thank you to Sean Onorato at NREL, who was instrumental in pulling this all together. You know, without Sean, we never could have acquired this modular hydrogen station. So tell the listeners why this is such a significant event. Well, it's significant really for three reasons. First, this enables the deployment of fuel cell EVs in Colorado by providing a source of hydrogen fuel. So we can now start promoting fuel cell EVs to the public, the media, municipalities, and businesses. Second, it will give the Colorado Hydrogen Network experience in operating and maintaining hydrogen fuel stations. This gives us experience and credibility as we engage investors and commercial users for the next stations, since we'll have experience with costs and operations. And lastly, we'll use this station to establish codes and standards with the state, county, and municipal organizations, so that as commercial stations are deployed, we won't be reinventing the wheel every time. So, Charlotte, why don't you tell the listeners about this hydrogen fuel station? Well, it's a used station, which is being donated to the Colorado State University Energy Institute in Fort Collins by Nell Hydrogen. It generates hydrogen on site by the use of electrolysis, which is splitting water molecules into hydrogen and oxygen using renewable electricity. It produces 42 kilograms per day and has nozzles to dispense both 350 bar and 700 bar pressures and the 700 bar dispensing meets the SAE standard J2601. And it's uh, completely self-contained, isn't it? Yep, that's right. It has an electrolyzer to generate the hydrogen, a compressor and storage tanks, and a dispenser similar to a gas pump for filling vehicles. And it's all contained in two 20-foot-long cargo containers. You know, it's really remarkable that we were able to acquire a used station since there's so few of these on-site electrolysis stations in the U.S. Now, this station was in operation in Washington, D.C., and it was scheduled to be decommissioned. And as it turns out, Sean Onorado at NREL was responsible for that decommissioning. And since Sean and NREL are contributors to the Colorado Hydrogen Network, Sean immediately saw the potential for a new life for the station in Colorado. But that required a qualified steward for the station. 
And we just happen to have that here in the form of the Colorado State University Energy Institute, which is one of the founders of the Colorado Hydrogen Network. That's a good point. The Energy Institute has the facilities, experience, engineers, and technicians to properly maintain, repair, and operate the hydrogen fuel station. An on-site hydrogen generation station is literally a hydrogen factory and dispenser built into a shipping container. And although it operates autonomously, it does require monitoring and may require intervention from time to time. The Colorado Hydrogen Network is really lucky to have the CSU Energy Institute and Dr. Brian Wilson as one of our founders. In fact, uh, Brian is the technology officer for CHN, in addition to being the executive director of the Energy Institute. And, you know, without the Energy Institute and its facilities, this fuel station probably couldn't have come to Colorado. So tell us more about the station and about the setup and operation. Well, the station was delivered to the CSU powerhouse on September 29, 2020. Now, we still need to create a foundation for the containers and dig a utility trench from the powerhouse out to the containers for the high-power electrical service and the water line. The hydrogen station was partially disassembled for shipping, so it needs to be reassembled and tested before we put it into operation. And since it's a used station, we know it needs a few repairs, and so it'll probably be a few weeks before it can be put back into operation. How is the hydrogen fuel station going to be used? Can anybody drive up, insert their credit card, and buy hydrogen? Well, there aren't any fuel cell EVs in the area yet, so we're not likely to get any unexpected customers. But as people and businesses and municipalities in the area acquire fuel cell EVs, we'll set up billing arrangements with the Colorado State University for them to acquire hydrogen. Now, the station can accept the credit card or it can use an ID code. So as we enlist hydrogen users, we'll probably provide some brief instruction about dispensing fuel. You know, dispensing hydrogen is as easy as dispensing gasoline or diesel, but there's slight differences. So until this procedure becomes common knowledge, we want to make sure everyone understands how it works. You know, this is probably a good time to talk about safety. Hydrogen is something new, so people will naturally have a lot of questions, not the least of which are the building inspectors and the fire marshals. Yeah, to help facilitate that education, Colorado State University and the Colorado Hydrogen Network have joined the Center for Hydrogen Safety, which is a global nonprofit organization devoted to, of course, hydrogen safety. And they achieve this by providing information, guidance, uh, education, and expertise to all the stakeholders, which, of course, includes building inspectors and fire departments and regulatory organizations. You know, the National Fire Protection Association, known as NFPA, has an entire volume of fire code devoted just to hydrogen. So CSU and CHN will use this first hydrogen station, along with help from the Center for Hydrogen Safety, to work with the local authorities to familiarize them on the characteristics of hydrogen fueling and make sure that all their questions are answered. We're hoping that experience can then be shared with other jurisdictions as more fuel stations are deployed elsewhere in the state. You know, we're fortunate here in Colorado that the state agency which oversees fuel stations, the Division of Oil and Public Safety, or ONPS, has already released the retail hydrogen fueling regulations back in January 2017. 
The Colorado Hydrogen Network has been working with ONPS since we were formed and will continue to work with them to use this university setting to proof the regulations and find any areas where updates, changes, or additions are needed. Yeah, that's a really good point about the educational value of this first uh, fuel station. You know, in this case, we're not just talking about books and classrooms and students, although that'll be one of the functions of the station, but also educating you know, us, the Colorado Hydrogen Network, regarding the operation of fuel stations and also educating the zoning and inspecting organizations about this new technology. Now, I know we've, we've talked about this before on the show, but let's let's review the characteristics of fuel cell EVs from the user's perspective. Why should people be interested in fuel cell EVs? How do they compare to battery EVs or gasoline or diesel? You know, if the world didn't need to stop emitting carbon dioxide, probably nobody would even bother with hydrogen. But the fact is, we do need to eliminate carbon emissions. So we need a replacement form of transportation that uses renewable electricity, yet offers the same performance, cost, and convenience as petroleum. Otherwise, we'll never entice all users to change. Now, the beauty of fuel cell EVs is that although their energy comes from renewable electricity, they still offer users the same experience as petroleum vehicles. And by that, I mean fast refueling, suitability for even the largest vehicles, and vehicle range isn't impacted by cold weather. Also, the industry leaders expect that the vehicle cost to be about equal to petroleum vehicles once fuel cell EVs are produced in the same numbers. So uh, fuel cell EVs can even outperform petroleum vehicles in some areas. For example, much better acceleration, just like battery EVs have. So what about fuel cost? Well, fuel cost per mile is the one and only area where battery EVs have an advantage. But right now, today in Colorado, our analysis shows that we can sell hydrogen for fuel cell EVs at the same cost per mile as premium gasoline. However, as hydrogen infrastructure ramps up to scale, the capital costs will come down and so will the price of hydrogen. I know that fuel cell EVs get over twice the miles per unit of energy as gasoline or diesel. If premium gasoline is three twenty per gallon right now in Colorado, what's the target price for hydrogen? Well, our analysis shows that we can get to around $7 per kilogram, and that'll give the user the same cost per mile as three twenty a gallon for gasoline. Now, $7 per kilogram will also pay for the electricity to generate the hydrogen and still have margin left to pay for the capital equipment. Hmm. So why is hydrogen selling for $14 a kilogram in California? Well, there's a number of differences between California and Colorado that determine this. Electricity for use in generating hydrogen is very expensive in California, but it's much cheaper in Colorado and some other states. And California has an existing hydrogen supply chain, but it's based on the reforming of petroleum, which Colorado doesn't have. So what this all means is that in California, hydrogen is mostly made centrally in truck-to-hydrogen stations, but transporting hydrogen adds to the cost. Whereas in Colorado, we'll generate hydrogen on-site from low-cost renewable electricity. At the beginning of the podcast, you mentioned that the next step to deploy hydrogen stations in Colorado is being enabled by this first pilot station. Would you tell our listeners a bit about that second phase? Oh, that's a good point. Well, the Colorado Hydrogen Network has a three-phase plan to establish hydrogen fueling in Colorado. 
Now, phase one, of course, is this pilot station that we've been talking about. But phase two is to deploy five stations in the Denver metro area. And then phase three is just growing the number and the size of the hydrogen stations to match the growing demand. And why five stations? Well, five is the minimum number the automakers want to see before they'll start selling or leasing fuel cell EVs in the market. Okay. Give us some details on how the Colorado Hydrogen Network is going to deploy these five stations. The Colorado Hydrogen Network is going to bring together at the same time the investors to fund the capital equipment, the supplier of that capital equipment, and commercial users for that hydrogen. Why commercial hydrogen users? Well, we'll be selling hydrogen at a profit, and that profit will pay back the investors for the capital equipment. So we need to be selling significant hydrogen from day one. But passenger vehicles don't use much hydrogen, and those sales are only going to ramp up slowly as people buy vehicles. So we recognize that we really need to rely on commercial vehicles, that is, trucks and buses and fleets, to sell the hydrogen volume right from the start that we need to pay back the investment. So essentially, these stations are initially supplying hydrogen to commercial customers, and the sales to passenger vehicles is almost a sideline? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, someone who has a business just trying to make a living selling hydrogen would focus on commercial vehicles and maybe not even bother with passenger vehicles. However, the Colorado Hydrogen Network is a nonprofit organization with a mission to enable the deployment of all fuel cell EVs. So the passenger vehicle segment needs the most help right now to get started. So we want to be the ones to do that. But fueling passenger vehicles adds cost to the fuel stations, doesn't it? Well, it does. uh, Because passenger vehicles have less space available for hydrogen tanks, they fill up at twice the pressure of commercial vehicles. And higher pressure means smaller tanks, but fueling quickly at these pressures generates heat. So the hydrogen has to be pre-cooled to avoid overheating the tanks, and that adds cost, but we're willing to do it to establish the technology. Colorado recently signed a multi-state memorandum of understanding to work to advance the market for zero-emission trucks and buses. And there's now a public process to develop strategies to reduce emissions from medium and heavy-duty vehicles. It seems like this could really help CHN's efforts to engage commercial hydrogen users to support the fuel stations. Yes, no question. And CHN is also starting to work with the Clean Cities organization to attract fleet owners who want to deploy fuel cell vehicles, but need a source of hydrogen to do that. Well, this has been a great discussion and great news. Um, Where can the listeners learn more? Well, there's a lot of information on our website about our activities, uh, which includes past newsletters and slides from our meetings. And the website uh, is www.colorado-hydrogen.org. So listeners, if you enjoy listening to the Hydrogen Nowcast, please subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating in your podcast app. A good rating helps us be discovered by other people. Also, word of mouth recommendations are really important. So consider letting people in your own network know about the Hydrogen Nowcast. Until next time, this is Brian DeBruin and Charlotte Hamilton wishing you health and prosperity. Goodbye.